if you have to trade the best idea for a good idea to get the best effort rather than resistance in, in effort, I think that's a winning solution. Welcome to the Impactful Engineer Project. I'm Steve Maxey, and with my co-host and brother Jake, we are here to bring you guidance, fresh ideas, and the tools to help you become an impactful engineer. This is the Impactful Engineer Project. I'm Steve Maxey, and I'm here with my brother, Jake. Yo! Here, we have authentic conversations around engineering and personal development to allow for freedom of thought and expression. This creates an environment for growth, filling in what we believe to be the gaps present for engineering professionals. Ultimately, we want people to have fulfilled careers and be inspired to become the best versions of themselves. Today, I have a quick topic that I think every engineer runs into during their career. It's centered around the concept of ideas. A true leader, be it a manager or individual contributor, focuses on finding the best idea to solve a problem. Now, the goal isn't always to come up with the best idea, but to actually find the best idea. That's the key differentiation there um, to solve, to solve the problem. Uh, you know, sometimes it's not just a single idea either. Uh, you can take multiple pieces of ideas in a team, uh, to create the best all encompassing idea to solve a problem. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you can take, so for, uh, like in my mind, first, you gotta be looking for the best idea. Like if you have this mentality that, you know, you've got to come up with the best idea or it's all on you to find the solution. Um, and you're just going to simply figure it out and then guide the team. Uh, you know, you put yourself in a place where you're not going to find that the, the best idea to solve the problem, I guess. Um, have that mentality where you're, where you're seeking it from other people, uh, get curious about what they have to bring to the table, um, and, and make sure that that lane of communication is open. Um, cause you, you don't have to do everything. Like, I, I feel like maybe this is just how I feel. But, well, I know it's not because I talk to other people at work about it um, and they feel the same way. So um, as you move up from the the greenest of the green engineer and then, you you know, you're a year in and you know a few things and then you're learning more and more and you progress and, and then you, you're moved up into a role where um, you kind of are in a project management role or a leader role. And then you feel like you've got to just know all the answers, right? And you got to bring it to the table. You're the one that figures it out. You're the one that knows everything, all the answers to all the questions that anybody has, right? It's just completely not the case. Yeah, you're limiting yourself there. Yeah, I mean, some people do. I mean, some people, it really seems like they do. Um, they don't have all of them, but they got 99% of them. And that's great. That is a, a truly great trait to have and a good skill to have built. Like, love it. Um, you don't have to be that way. There are ways to get things done, produce the same result uh, and the same perception as the experts um, and and get it done the way it needs to get done without you having to know everything, right? And have the best foot forward every single time. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, it, 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 that's my opinion. And relying on, on the 
the person or even multiple people that oftentimes create the, 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 what is thought of to be the best ideas all the time, um, will hinder your own development, right? So if, if you're on the team and, you know, say you're green and you're always waiting for the, the, the senior engineer to, to come up with all these great ideas, you know, where, how are you building your skill set? How are you developing? And so it's important to throw out ideas that you have. Um, even if you think that, you know, oh, I really don't know what I'm doing. Um, but to, to spark the conversation and, you know, there might be an element of what you're saying that is great, but it's not packaged correctly. Right. It's, you know, maybe there's True. just a, a 50% of it is great, but the other 50% just sucks. Um, you know how much time I spend, like, sorry to interrupt you, dude. I know you're on no, the roll, good. but the time that I spend just unpacking what the younger engineers are trying to say to me <laughs> and, in and I, cause I'm in a different operating mode. I'm just like, you know, whatever we can go into that, but I'm not going to, I'm thinking differently at the time that they're telling me what they're trying to tell me. That's, that's the bottom line. And then I, so I have to stop, say that again is, and I say it back. This is what you meant. No. Mm-hmm. What were you talking about? I've been that so much. Um, but we always end up finding something like really good. Yeah. Uh, when I, when I, step back and, and say, what is that again? Explain this to me. Cause then the, the, the way that we finally come to the conclusion and actually understand each other, it's like a really great way forward. It's awesome. Or it's a big piece of it. Sorry to blow that up for you. I know that was like an important point that I want to get across. Yeah. Um, oftentimes the, uh, it's up to the more experienced or senior engineer to, um, maybe withhold their ideas at first. And ask the, the the younger engineers or inexperienced engineers to um, provide their input, um, because when you're in that 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 uh, role as as kind of the the, um, the lead or senior representative of your profession, um, once you say your idea, oftentimes the whole team will just latch onto it, um, and so. It's, it's important to let everyone provide the input and you sit back, you know, if, if you're the person who's, who's the senior engineer, you sit back, solicit input from the entire team, you know, and, and you could be a manager, you could be just a, a, a staff engineer or whatever. Um, solicit all that feedback and, and ideas and, um, and you can, you know, you might find a nugget that's just like pure gold. Um, or it might all be crap and that's fine. That's okay. Um, and then you can ask questions about like, you know, how did you get, get to that point of view? You know, how did you, uh, uh, come up with that? Um, and, and they may even see their own mistakes if, if they, you know, are, are walking through their process and go, Oh, actually, no, this is not a good idea. Um, and then you're not an, an asshole for calling them out for a bad idea. Right. So that's always a plus. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, it, it's just a, a way to foster that development and growth throughout the whole entire team. Even if you're not like a manager or boss of any, any sort. Um, I think it's just, a um, a role that you need to play as the more experienced person. But, um, back to what I was saying though, is that you don't want to shortchange the team, um, by, 
using your position as a point of authority, like here's a, a good idea. And then everyone just goes, oh yeah, that's great. Let's just do that. You know, it's like, well, let's, let's see what other things are out there uh, in the minds of our team. And, you know, there might be a better idea or you could take a portion of what their idea is and put it onto what I already have in my head and it makes it even better. You know, and you can phrase it <clears throat> like, you know, hey, that is a solid idea, you know, but what if we took, you know, this chunk of it, right, whatever that is, and we instead approached it this way using that chunk and they might go, oh, I didn't think of that. That's, that's even better. And then, you know, it just gets everyone engaged and, and uh, bought in to the direction that, that you're ultimately going to go with. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I might be taking this in a different direction. We can always circle back. That's fine. But uh, I thought, Hey, what if someone's like, cause you kind of said, Oh, Hey, that's great. I didn't think of that. You know, that's the ideal situation, right? What if you got mm -hmm. somebody that's just like, feels like you're stepping all over them. Feels like, like what, you know, what strategies have you employed in the past to, uh, for, for someone like that, that, you know, is like that. Have you done anything? That's just stepping all over them. Yeah, that that you're trying to just be candid and share ideas and say, "Hey, what if we did this and this?" and and uh, and their response is um, defensive and like, "Well, if we have to do it that way, you know, that kind of stuff." Because I've come across people like that too. Yeah. Um, well, if you know, if you know their idea will work or has a high likelihood of being successful, but may not be the best. Um, you know, and you, it's not going to cause harm to the program or, or, you know, cost the company uh, tons of money or whatever. And you can use it as a, a, a learning moment, right? And say, okay, let's, let's uh, run through your idea, um, whether it's just mentally and you're, you're just going through the motions in a conversation or actually run through the idea on the project and, and, and let it come to fruition. Um, you will get their best effort if it's their idea, even if it's not quite as good as the best idea. So, you know, there is a dichotomy there, right? You always do want to get the best idea, but if you have to trade the best idea for a good idea to get the best effort rather than resistance in, in effort, I think that's a winning solution. That's a really good answer. <laughs> I didn't even... I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't expect it to go that route. That's really good. I hope people listen to that. Hey everyone. If this discussion brings up additional questions to the forefront of your mind, I encourage you to head over to impactfulengineer.com and sign up for a newsletter with your question. We may answer your inquiry directly on the podcast or even ask our guests to get their insight. If you're just enjoying the episode and want to make sure you never miss additional impactful content, you can still sign up for the newsletter without a question. And as always, you can reach out and follow us on LinkedIn under the Impactful Engineer. Uh, use this. Use is, that, the, is that clip worthy? Use the use the reverse button and and listen to it again. Oh yeah. man, that was good. I'm not even going to recap it. Just go back and listen to it again. That was perfect. Um, yeah. Um, go ahead. No, no, no. What do you got? Oh, I have a bullet that that I was just going to move on to. <laughs> I want I want to touch on the fact that. More than likely, there's it's probably the same idea, right? More than likely, someone has already solved this problem that you're going to gather, you know, ideas from. Um, 
Yeah. So just, just know that like we're in the business of solving problems. Great. Someone, someone has done this before, right? Uh, whether it's in-house, whether it's, uh, well, I guess, you know, a lot of it's going to be in-house, maybe a different department, maybe someone on your team or whatever, but someone solved it and you could go even to Google, right? <laughs> Just like what, get the general idea of, of what the solution could be, right? There's so much information like available to you at your, at your fingertips. Um, and sometimes somehow we forget that it's weird. We dive in and we yeah. want to like solve it ourselves. And then we're there for hours. And then it's like a quick little Google search and you go, oh, there's like a product that does exactly that. And uh, I could have just done that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or, or like, no. a, out, like a vendor, like someone that can support you uh, and take yeah, an idea definitely. of yours and go, yeah, we do have a solution for that. Like, you know, look yeah, and, for help. And sometimes, you know, they solved a problem that was, um, very close to, to the problem that you have, um, or, you know, a product, if you're designing a product, um, but it's not quite what you're, what you're after. You could still take that solution and then, you know, add your own flavor or flair to it and, um, you know, make it, uh, work for your, uh, application. Uh, a, a good, good example way back early in my career is, uh, I worked at an aerospace place and we did uh, agricultural spray equipment for helicopters. And we had a connection on the spray booms that, um, you know, you, you had these extra spray booms that extended past the, the core booms on, on the helicopter. And um, they were attached by the traditional like four bolt flange with a gasket. And they always leaked. You know, there were always a problem and it was a lot of time to, to do, uh, you know, to fix the repairs, to, you know, swap them out. I mean, that's relative, you know, it's, it wasn't hours, but you know, you couldn't do it in like a minute. Um, and I came from an automotive enthusiast background and, you know, there is, you know, that is a common way for OEMs to do exhaust gaskets right? Or exhaust connections, right? They, they use bolted flanges with gaskets. So it's the same exact concept in a different application. Well, I saw that. And, and as a, as an enthusiast, a popular way to connect exhaust for quick detachment and you don't have to replace gaskets is uh, what's called a V band, right? So it's, it's two flanges that are welded on two ends of a pipe and you use a band clamp to compress it against each other and it seals. Um, and you can put O-rings in it if you need to, you know, seal fluid, hint of what, what, what I ended up doing. Um, and so I took that and I applied it to this application that, you know, this particular company never saw before. I was like, hey, you know, we can just put a dowel pin in this flange, put an O-ring around it. And then after that, you can just take it off, take it on, take, you know, take it off, put it on. You don't have to replace gaskets, you know, maybe uh, an O-ring once in a while. Um, and it's one bolt versus four. So it's less work. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, searched the internet, found some, uh, 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 V band hardware that was actually certified because, you know, in aerospace, everything has to have a paper trail, um, and applied it and it worked awesome. Nice. So it, you know, it's, it's, it's the same kind of concept, right? You, uh, you could take a solution that is, that, uh, was solved a problem 
elsewhere in a different industry, a different product, and then apply it to yours and with just some subtle changes. Yeah. So you got any automotive guys on your team? Just like, you know, go ask them, Hey, how would yeah. you solve this problem? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Some, I mean, good, very good ideas come from some of the gnarliest places. Sometimes you just, you just got to ask, you got to like, somebody's got a great idea, right? And you don't have to do it all the time. You can take it and be like, yep. thank you very much. This is awesome. And apply it to what you got going on for sure. Um, so I like the distinction that a true leader is, is like kind of a manager of ideas. Really. It's kind of a collector, right? Mm-hmm. A, you know, survey the field, get all the information uh, in a quick manner, but get all the ideas and then you can jumble them all together and say, all right, here's, here's our best path forward. You know? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and there is a trap sometimes that, um, a, a lot of people will, will fall into and, you know, engineers, managers, project managers, etc. where someone will come up with their, their idea and, and they think it's great and they latch onto it. Right. And they like, this is the best idea and all other ideas that, that come up, you know, they, they will f- nitpick it and find reasons why it's not as good as their idea so they can keep marching forward to their idea. And that is, and it's kind of a mindset thing, right? You, you want to be open to other ideas. Yours might be the best one, but you always want to consider other people's ideas if they come up versus your own and not just blindly latch onto them because uh, you're going to be limiting your, your, uh, your performance and, and uh, how good of ideas that your team comes up with if you just latch on to your idea every time. So it's just a trap that I've, I did a lot in my early part of my career, but uh, uh, I, I see all the time, you know, it's, it's once a good idea is, is had, they latch onto it and that's, you know, they close themselves off to other opinions and perspectives. So mm-hmm. just, just make sure you don't do that. Here's another thing that I just thought of. Figure out who in your company knows what, what they're passionate about, what they have a ton of experience in. Yeah. And know where to bring, maybe hone in on certain problems or better to be presented to and asked for feedback on with certain people. Right? Yeah. Perfect example is what I just went through recently with a service line that I didn't know a whole lot about. But I've talked to, you know, I've put myself out there and made, you know, it's it's, it's in another state. Like the experts are in another state. Um, we're all closely connected, but I could very easily have just focused on my region, my team. We do what we do and, and perform the best that we can here and never kind of like spread out, right? Get to know all your people. Um, it's really easy when, when you're at uh, a company that gets together once a year, like everyone. And you all do activities together and you get to know each other a lot. That makes it really easy. Um, But if you're not in a company like that, that makes it easy. Like put forth the effort to do it yourself. Um, It's it's really easy to reach out to somebody and say, hey, can we have a five minute discussion? Um, And as soon as you get to know everybody, you know, that helped me a ton recently. It's just like, oh, I have this problem. I think I know who's the best to contact about it. Boom, contacted them, got the lowdown, got their ideas to solve it kicked some ideas around and, you know, we're moving forward again very quickly. So, um, yeah, get to know your, your peers really well and your colleagues. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we actually do that. Um, 
we have a running list of, of you know, where people have expertise, whether it be it, you know, prior professional experience or even hobbies. It's a really good you idea. Know, um, and when we do brainstorms to solve a problem, we'll, we'll make sure that anyone who has that, like whatever we're brainstorming on, it, anyone who has experience or has a hobby based around that, that particular subject, uh, we will bring them in on the brainstorm, you know, cause you can't have brainstorms with everyone. Right. Right. Cause you'll never get anywhere. Trust me. We've tried. Um, <laughs> so you, you want to, you know, target a half a dozen to a dozen people in the organization. You know, if you have a large organization that have expertise or hobbies, um, or just flat out backyard experience in certain areas, um, because they're going to have a lot more to pull from to, to generate ideas. Um, now it doesn't mean everyone has to have that level of expertise. You know, you could just be pulling someone that, Hey, this guy's just really good with, with, uh, knowing how, uh, metals work and forgings and stuff like that. So let's pull him in, right. Cause he, he might know manufacturing limitations of, of what we're trying to do. So, you know, you kind of have to think outside the box a little bit, but, um, having a list of everyone in your organization um, and where they have experiences and, and being able to group them into specific uh, you know, teams for, for targeted brainstorms, I think is very effective. Yeah. I love that. Cause I, I mean, me personally, I used to think that I needed to know everything too. Like, especially early on, it's like, gosh, if I just, I mean, when I, when I know, when I don't, I can't figure something out, the, the like constructability of something. It's kind of in my mind. I'm just like, I can't really put it together because guess what? I don't have a construction background. I've never built a damn thing. Actually, I built a shed in my backyard from watching YouTube, which is like the first thing I ever built, which is awesome. It's kind of turned out really well, but you know what I mean? I I don't have that background. And it's like, why would I sit there and like, I mean, I should probably look it up and and figure out and try and figure it out for myself, which I do. But the first thing I'm going to do is call the guy that was a contractor for 20 years before they came to be a designer or whatever role they're filling now in an engineering consulting firm. And I'm just going to pick his brain. Yeah. Pick his or her brain. Be like, hey, what do you guys like? Like in this scenario, have you come across this? Oh, yeah, I have a million times. Okay. What's the best? Where should we put this? Oh, right here. And it should be this way. And you should think about this and this and this. Okay, cool. Thanks. And then I've got a new, and then I reinforce the skill set by looking up why and, you know, whatever, but just use, you know, use the people around you. Yeah. And I I think it is on that. (laughs) It's important to, um, do enough research or, um, learning of, of whatever kind to know the right questions to ask because you'll get a very much more detailed and, uh, specific answer for yeah. from those experts. Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point to make because they're probably getting peppered with questions all the time. And if they're getting asked like kind of really dumb questions all the time, they could start to get tired of hearing it. And yeah. if you come to somebody that with like, Hey, here's what I've read. Here's what I've kind of put together and figured out, but I just need this last, you know, piece of advice or just can you just get me across this bridge here and then boom 
they they'll feel much better about giving you that last piece. And then they might even have a story behind it. Like, yeah, I used, you know, I used to get stuck here too. And this is how I figured it out and whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, just in the automotive stuff, uh, um, you know, I come across that a lot as, you know, as you know, people like to ask me car questions all the time, mm-hmm. you know, and I can't stand it when it's like, Hey, how do I, uh, build a drift car? And that's it. And there's like, dude, there's so much more to, to than that, you know, but if they come to me like, Hey, I have this car and I really prefer, you know, um, heavy steering and, uh, you know, where I can just go flat out the whole time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, what sort of, you know, alignment settings should I run? You know, should I have zero Ackerman? Should I have a lot of Ackerman? Should, you know, um, should I have a lot of caster, no caster, stuff like that? Then I can give a little bit more specific answer and it makes my life a lot easier because I can go, okay, this is what he likes here's, uh, what I would recommend to get those results, um, you know, in, in your setup. Um, and I'm more excited to have that conversation than just, Oh, how do I build a drift car? You know? So just a quick example of, of just that. Totally. I get it. All right, man. Getting more on this topic. Nope. That, that's, that's it. It's a, a pretty short topic. Um, but I, I think it's really important for, for everyone to think about. So, if you have questions on this topic at all, or if you want us to talk about anything that you're struggling with, uh, make sure you go to impactfulengineer.com and uh, we have a contact form there. You can sign up for our newsletter, um, ask us questions through there. Uh, we actually lay out our questions email as well, which is questions at impactfulengineer.com. Uh, we love to hear from anyone about their experiences and um, you know, the struggles that they, they come across as engineers. Hey guys, I hope you had a great time listening. Maybe you learned something new. Maybe you got inspired or at least took one thing away that you'd be able to use. Maybe you just had a good laugh. Impactful Engineering's hope and mission is that through this podcast, we can play a small part in expanding the reach and awareness of engineering and all of its many areas of application. The multiple engineering career paths available can be hugely rewarding as part of a fulfilled life, creating opportunity to impact nearly everyone in the modern world. An engineer's work helps to foster creation of new technologies, create safe and comfortable environments in which people can work, and lends to the sustainable future of everyone on the planet. The world needs more impactful engineers. Our vision is to provide engineers with the perspective and the tools to allow themselves the opportunity to become the most impactful engineers they can be. Included in our vision is to grow the impactful engineering community to a point where we can provide full-ride scholarships to students in every single U.S. state every single year. This is an enormous goal, and with your help, we can get there. To start, we will continue to execute this mission in the way that we know how, having conversations, telling stories, and talking about what we find interesting and are passionate about. If the episode made you think, made you object, made you think you could possibly be doing something more with your day, or brought about an idea that you could spend more time on developing further, please share the show or recommend it to your friends. Even if you didn't personally think it was a huge help, there may be someone that you know that could benefit from it, and that's all we can ask for. Until next time on the Impactful Engineer Podcast.